I think an interesting point is you couldn't really translate that without adding more to it in English, in Chinese. With the implication of that statement that he killed his father doesn't need to be said in Chinese. And it certainly would in English. You'd have to express your entire point in English, whereas you really don't in Chinese. It's just assumed. Welcome to the Geopats podcast, where we explore cultures through niche interests with global guests. We usually have a number of different themed shows ranging from books and coffee, podcasting, the internet and social media, and so much more. And we're starting new shows all the time. However, for November, we are participating in Na Pod Pomo, which is national or international podcast posting month where crazy podcasters such as myself post a different episode every day of the month. And Phil, our guest today, well, actually, he's the first person that I interviewed about a year and a half ago for the language show and the Geopats podcast. At the time, it was a separate podcast that has been combined with other global podcasts into the Geopats podcast. Phil is so fluent that he has been reading fiction in Mandarin Chinese for a while now. And so I wanted to get his views on things that really stick out to him when he's reading. And he was so kind to describe these to us. Oh, also, for those of you that are not studying Mandarin Chinese, don't worry, we'll explain things as we go. But I do need to make a vocabulary note here. When Phil talks about characters, he's not talking about the characters in the book. He is talking about the Hanza characters. They are elements of the language. So if you've ever seen, uh, like on a Chinese restaurant, you've ever seen the, the writing, the Chinese writing, that's the Hanza characters. And each separate one is a character. And that's what he's talking about when he mentions in this character, the first character. He's not talking about the people in the book. He's talking about the script itself, the written script of the language. So I wanted to make that note here. So let's get to Phil. Okay, so the book I've decided to read from is called Huoja, a book by Yu Hua. Yu Hua is a very famous author. You can find this book in Chinese or in English. The English title is To Live. There's also a film based on this book that I've not watched. I really enjoyed the book, I think, just because of the kind of Chinese that I enjoy. I'm not really a fan of the poetic sort of work, or at least not yet. What I like about Huoja and also what I like about everything Yu Hua writes is it's very down-to-earth, it's very rough, it's very gritty, sometimes a little too much. That's what can put people off, and sometimes it is too gritty even for me. just decided to choose literally three or four lines of a conversation that happens in the book because it's a very emotional conversation that's going on. And I feel like sometimes Chinese is it's most impenetrable to people learning the language when there is a lot of emotion being conveyed. The way emotion is played out in Chinese is very different to English and diff different to most languages because of where you throw in a character or where you might take out of a character. It's a very delicate thing to express yourself in an emotional way in Chinese, much more than in English, where you just have to learn a, a particular word and then the grammar structure is the same and you just replace don't like for a stronger word like I, I don't like you, I hate you. It's pretty different in Chinese. And usually in literature, that's where you can see this a lot. So this emotive conversation, the 
original dialogue is 求你看富贵，他爹的坟上，让家珍留下吧。This sentence I particularly love. 他爹都让他气死了，你也别怪我心狠。都是那畜生胡来，才会有今天。Three sentences, just really short dialogue. To go through the whole thing in English would be like, please think about Fugue's father, let Jaten stay, and the response to that from the father-in-law being he killed his own father, and the implication there is how could I let you know my daughter stay? This, he even killed his own father. Unspoken, but that's sort of what you would add in there, like in English, to sort of balance out the whole sentence, because it wouldn't make sense in English to say he he even killed his he killed his father. It sounds too like a blunt statement.、Uh, but that's the emphasis: is like, how could I possibly let my daughter stay because he killed his own father? And then after realizing that that was quite harsh, the father-in-law also adds, "Don't wonder why I'm being so ruthless, or don't wonder why I'm being so like fierce." It's all his fault that this has happened. But the way it's been said in Chinese, completely different. You've got subtle changes to characters. You've got the omission of the, which is a simple thing. But when you're learning Chinese, you learn this grammatical rule of like attribution, and that goes out the window when you're actually reading like how Chinese people really speak, especially emotively. I think an interesting point is that that second sentence is. You couldn't really translate that without adding more to it in English. You know, the in Chinese, the the implication of that statement that he killed his father. How could you ask me to leave my daughter here? Something like that doesn't need to be said in Chinese, and it certainly would in English. You'd have to express your entire point in English, whereas you really don't in Chinese. It's just assumed. <laughs> And I'll translate it as I go because I want to explain why they use certain characters. 求你看富贵，他爹的坟上，让家珍留下吧。The very first character definitely tells us something. We already have the context of the story, but even if we didn't, very first character is 求求 And to put it in the context of the whole sentence, 求你看 it, it starts to get confusing straight away because normally, if the sentence started with something like 求你看求 he means please. And that's probably how we translate it in English, but it's more like a begging, please. So this already tells us that the person asking for this could be a favor or just asking this person to do this thing is coming from a lower social status, or it could be the person is angry with them, something like this. It's definitely a pleading sort of thing. Chiwani can would normally be please look, but here can, and then the next character zai can zai. This is a set structure. So when I just said "tony can," actually, we should at least say "tony can zai," which is "please consider the knee is you." So please, you consider. Very interesting that for the very first character, it being "tio" instead of something like "ting." Ting is please. Ting ni can zai would be please consider, but this please consider would be where. The the person saying this and the person they're saying it to may be on the same level, or there may be no animosity. Tony Kanzai, there's definitely some pleading going on here. Tony Kanzai, Fugui, Fugui is the name of the main character of the book to live. Tony Kanzai, Fugui, Tadia, Dia is it's an interesting character because it's what do you say about Dia? It's not common, but it is. So it's not a common character, but it means father and it's literary. So. If you never read a Chinese book, you'll likely never really see this character, and you'll just use like ba or baba as more a、uh, spoken way of saying father. But if you read a lot, then you'll see the character all the time. So 
it's difficult sometimes picking on certain characters and talking about the frequency of them because it really depends on what area of the language you move into. If you just use it as a tool for speaking or if you use it to read a lot of literature. Yeah, another word for father. Uh, so this is the first part of this uh, sentence. This kanzai, to consider something or someone, is not complete by itself. You will have defenshang at, at the sort of end of this part of the sentence. And in the middle, you would say what the, you want the person to consider. So if we do a kind of direct translation of the order of everything, it'd be please, again, you're always more like beg. I'm begging you, but probably translated to please, but it's that pleading kind of feeling to it. Please, you, Kanzai, consider Fu Gui, the main, name of the main character, so Fu Gui's father. And then this De Feng Shang is just part of that Kanzai and whatever you're considering you put in the middle. So in, in English, we just say, please consider Fu Gui's father, comma. And then there's another part, which is Rang Jia Zhen, Liu Xiaba. So rung can be to make someone do something. It can also be to let. Here the context is to let. Jajen is another character. It's actually Fugui's wife. And the person speaking here is Fugui's mother. And she's speaking to Jajen, Fugui's wife's father. And Liu Xiaba is very interesting. So Liu Liu is to stay. So if we just stop there and we don't consider the last two characters for, for a second, in English, just to say, let the person stay would be enough. In Chinese, to just say, rang jia zhen liu, it'd be like, if you translate each of the characters, it's just let someone stay, that'd be that. Rang is let. Jia zhen, the name of the person. Liu is to stay. But in Chinese, we can't just end it like that. We need to put at least a xia. This is a verb complement to come after the verb. And then at the end, that ba, that ba is the suggestive particle. So you would add that for a suggestion or to kind of show your preference for something. And obviously the preference of the speaker here, Fool Gui's uh, mother, is to let Jajan just stay. She wants Jajan to stay, clearly. Um, because the whole translation of this sentence would be, please consider Fool Gui's father, let Jajan stay. <laughs> Tom. Hello, this is Tom. I wanted to take a minute of your time to tell you a little bit of my language story now. I'm French and I'm currently doing a master's degree in Chinese studies with a major in Chinese literature and translation. I fell in love with the Chinese language when I first started studying it at high school. It will be nine years ago already. I'm actually sharing my little journey on my Instagram account where I also share the books that I'm reading, things that inspire me to stay productive and many more while trying my best to keep everything aesthetically pleasing and motivating. I first found changing scripts through the YouTube channel. In fact, it was a video where staff talked about a book reading series called Graded Chinese Readers. After watching it, I immediately bought the first volume and fell in love with it. The books contain abridged versions of short stories and novellas written by contemporary Chinese writers, so you get to read Chinese books and get exposed to Chinese literature. And let me tell you that learning Chinese while reading is truly amazing and encouraging at the same time. That's why I absolutely love graded readers books. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at tomreads, T-H-O-M-R-E-A-D-S. Mm -hmm. 
the second sentence, This is great because this is what uh, Fugue's father-in-law says to Fugue's mother. So that ta, first tone ta, is his. So Tadie is his father, just like Tadie in the first sentence. But you'll notice that if you've learned any Chinese, one of the first things you'll learn is that there's a de character that is used to show attribution to something. So you'd normally say wada or tada to be my or their, and then some object. With family members in particular, when speaking, you don't need the de. You can simply say ma would be like, my mother, instead of the ma. <laughs> that actually sounds like it's you're saying something else. So that's why there's no de here, but it's his father, and you don't need the de, in case you're wondering where that de is. It can be omitted um, for family. Do, the next character, ta die do. Do is really great here and interesting, because normally do, when people learn it, they think it means all, and it does, but it's used much more often when you're when Chinese speakers are speaking to add emphasis. And so this is part of where feeling comes in. Just like that chiu and ting, like there's a different feeling. When you add do, it adds em- emphasis. When you get to a high level of Chinese, you can really start to feel this emphasis, this like stress. It heightens the emotion of the sentence for sure. Rang ta qi So rang, again to cause or to make. Ta chisla. This is really interesting because that ta is again, it's a male ta, but here that ta is referring to Fugue's father, chisla. So chi can mean quite a few things. It's a very simple character. Tian chi. It, it means, what would I translate that as? Air, I guess, something like that. A, a simple word that you would learn earlier on in Chinese would be tian, which would mean like the sky. Qi, which means like the air. So tian chi is the weather. But here, qi can also mean sheng qi de qi, which is to get angry. So here qi is angry. Si is to die. Le. There's a lot to unpack here. So firstly, there is a set construction, which is... A verb plus sulla, which implies the verb until I'm dead, or the verb until they're dead. It basically exaggerates the verb and means a lot. So xiao sulla, if you were to laugh and you said xiao sulla, that would be to laugh laugh to death, which would mean like it's it's funny to death. A common word is xia sulla. Xia sulla is xia is to be scared or to get a shock. And then Shasala is to get a shock and I'm dead. So it's very flexible, this grammar construction of like, I think it's single character verb, plus sir, plus la. It's very common. Shasala is definitely a big, uh, a really common usage, but really you can be creative. I've heard it with a lot of different verbs. And normally people are using it in an exaggerated way. Another common one would be Ursula. Uh is hungry, hungry to death. Ursula, I'm starving. It's basically like I'm saying I'm starving. And like in English, if we say I'm starving, I don't mean I'm actually starving. I'm just saying I'm really, really, really hungry. Here, it's not actually exaggerating at all. In the story, Fugue's gambling addiction, in a way, led to his father's death. Basically, he uh, lost all the family fortune. They went bankrupt. And very shortly after, his father, who was already very old, just died. Having to go from living the rich, comfortable life to living as a peasant. In the Chinese book, this is only page 32 of a 200-page book. That event happens very early on in the book, and the story continues from there. The bulk of the book is after the bankruptcy. The reason why this is really interesting as a Chinese sentence is that it does not translate very well into English if you were to translate it directly. 他爹都让他气死了. 
So Tadia, his father, though it just adds emphasis, doesn't really mean anything to be translated, Rang Ta make him Chisla angry to death. His father made him angry to death. If anything, trying to see this as a direct translation, it seems like the relationship is almost backwards. And it would almost seem like his father made Fulgue angry to death. And the relationship is the exact opposite. It's Fulgue's father that's died, you know, from the anger of, uh, of his son, like wasting the family wealth and gambling it away. So that's a really interesting phrase. One, for the emotion, because you've got that doll. Another reason is because of... It just doesn't translate very well in English. And so this and the first phrase and the third phrase that I'm discussing, they're also great because not only are they difficult because they have emotion and that's difficult for people to get at the beginning and even at the intermediate stages, it seems like almost Chinese naturally drifts away from English in terms of the way the sentence is written and what's assumed that you know about certain characters and the relationships that's expressed in a sentence. like who's doing what to whom, almost seem to become more complicated in emotive sentences. So that's another reason why I think it's really interesting to just dissect them here. The last point I'll make about this second sentence is the la, she's a la. The character used here is one of several kinds of la. The character used is a combination of two characters. In fact, that might be all I'll say, because without being able to see or understand, but it's again, a character la, there's another character la, they're pronounced exactly the same, they're written differently, and they mean the same thing, except one is one is la, the original pure la. The second la character is a combination of that first la character, and then a. A is another character to mm, express many things. It could be express sort of realization, it could be express anger, it could be express excitement. Needless to say, that last la, one of the two la's was chosen, and it, the reason it was chosen was, again, to to change the sound of the sentence when you're reading it. It really changes the sound, and it makes it a shout. It, it makes it, uh, you know, it just makes it much more active. That la doesn't have to make something aggressive. As I say, it could, it could be excitement. It could be it could be something else, but it's it's not positive or negative, but it certainly makes the sentence sound more active, more vivid. The person speaking is really like, ah, instead of it being like a monotone voice. At languagecardgames.com, we believe if you can play cards, you can learn foreign languages. We offer a variety of games for all ages and skill levels that will be perfect for your next study session, game night, or language club. We even offer free shipping to any location worldwide. What's more, you can get a special introductory price on your first game. Just enter the coupon code GEOPATSPODCAST when you check out at languagecardgames.com. Since 2016, we've been producing addicting card games that function kind of like a Trojan horse for language learning. If you or someone you know likes to play card games, likes to learn languages, or both, this would be the greatest thing for them. If you've ever thought that learning languages is a struggle, or if you've just been looking for something to enrich your daily practice, rest assured, we've got something for you. We've incorporated a grand mixture of easy and advanced language and linguistics concepts into our games so that as you play, you learn and grow. What could be better than that? (music) 
This third sentence, 你也别怪我心狠，都是拿出身，胡来的才会有今天。Very interesting because of the imagery, and very interesting sort of grammatically as well, and how different it is to to English and other languages. So 你 so you, that's easy enough. 你也 again second character. We've immediately got something interesting here, which is how the characters are used. That 也 Does have a meaning. Can mean also. Can mean a few things. But here, this adds emphasis. So you wouldn't want to directly translate this character this year. Ni ye bie guai. What is xinghan? If we take out the ye, ni bie guai. Bie means don't. Guai means、um, wonder about. Let's say ni bie guai. What is xinghan? So I'll translate in order. You don't wonder about is within guai there. Wo my xing heart. Hun hate. So, xing hun is kind of less than hate. I would say more like ruthlessness. Xing hun, like my ruthlessness. Don't wonder why I'm being so ruthless. Would be the translation. But that yeah makes it very interesting. And again, actually, that wo xing hun. So there's no the there spoken. The the can be omitted in a lot of cases. After a comma, the second part of the sentence dou shi. So we've got dou again. Again, this though is like emphasis. It's all doshe na. It's all that. It's all that doshe na. Chu sheng, chu sheng. It means like a wild animal. It's a, definitely an offensive term for a person, and it's being used here to call Fugui this this animal. It's all that animal. Hu lai. It means to let's say mess around. It could be play about. It's definitely who who's generally this who is a bad character. It could be connected to gambling. Could be connected to something else. If you were to say who shuo,、uh, shuo is to speak. To who shuo,、uh, to who shuo is is like to bullshit, to just talk, but in a just messing like in a kind of you know messing around sort of way. So who lie lie means to come, but who lie here instead of come it more means to like bring and to bring through some bad actions. So who like has like brought? Cai hui you jintian. Cai means only. Hui is will you have jintian today? So it's all that animal messing around. Only then could there be today. Is a rough direct translation, and maybe from the from that really rough direct translation, you get the meaning, which is this has all been brought about by him. It's all been brought about by this animal. Or something like that, and so the whole sentence together. Don't wonder why I'm being so ruthless. It's all his actions that brought this about, or it's it, he's the one that's brought all this about. Or I mean, there's many ways to translate it, but that's you know a good enough translation. And so, really interesting things here. You've got the yeah, a second character in the sentence yeah is kind of like an emphasis character. You've got the tie right right near the end, which is is a grammatical. Sort of character. It's not really. You shouldn't directly translate it. It's just then.、Uh, then could only. Only could then have. Like to, only then could today have happened if he'd with emotions and emotional sentences. You know, I want to change the whole thing when I translate it into English. I want to first analyze the relationship of what he actually means in Chinese, and then when I translate it into English, it's like I'm changing the word order completely. So that's why I would translate the way I just did before, and that's why when you translate in Chinese to English, and I'm sure English to Chinese as well, 
there's so many ways you can translate some sentences because you can try and translate exactly what they're saying in terms of the statement, or you can go on the deeper level of like the relationship they're drawing between two things. You could translate it as this all happened because of him. To me, that would be a kind of a fine translation of that second part of the sentence, because that's one thing that he's emphasizing. That would be fine. But you could translate it another way, which would be something like, this all only happened because of him. And it can be slightly different because then you're emphasizing like this this whole like terrible thing. It's definitely interesting in Chinese how things can get very confusing, as I'm sure this podcast just has. If there is a man to be, strum a chord and sing to me that there will be another time a time for you and I With candles, books and wine carafes Albums filled with photographs And rooms that echo tuneful laughs I'm so happy I could die I could die, I could die Someday I won't have to try Until I do, I think of you I'm so happy I could die Days of trains and coffee spoons Nights under exotic moons Lazy morning hotel rooms Well, a time for you and I And empty bottles of champagne Pearls upon a window pane A cocktail dress and necklace chain I'm so happy I could die I could die, I could die One day I won't have to try Until I do, I think of you I'm so happy I could die And through half-deserted streets And half-hearted retreats Will I manage my defeats For a moment For a moment I think of you A home to build a life and more With trips made to the hardware store Dances on the kitchen floor Well, a time for you and I Working minds and broken hearts Collaborate the greatest arts And thunder through the empty parts But still I wonder why Wonder why, I wonder why I wonder why we have to die Until I do, I think of you I'm so happy I could die I could die, I could die One day I won't have to try Until I do, I'll think of you A star to light the sky Until I do, I'll think of you A light to grace my eye Until I do, I'll think of you I'm so happy I could die